welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto. We spend so much time guessing what to eat for best results, when to eat, and are so overwhelmed by reading and hearing so much conflicting information, it can be exhausting. Here's the thing though, not everybody is the same, so while eating at certain times might prove to be effective for your BFF, those times might not work best for you and vice versa. If you're ready to finally take the guesswork out of it and have your body actually tell you when you're in a state of ketosis, then you need to listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto, the most scientifically proven and designed tool to help you discover when you're in a state of ketosis. This tool is amazing if you follow the keto diet as it will help you understand your own body so much more clearly. Not on the keto train yet? Remember, keto is not just for weight loss, it also helps with inflammation, preventing long-term disease, and so much more. Please visit www.getketo, that's G-E-T-K-E-Y-T-O dot com forward slash fitchicks and use promo code fitchicks, all one word, all caps, to save 20% off your very own keto kit today. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson, and on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about something that is very hot right now as we are in the middle of November, and that is cold and flu season. Now, before you jump off, please stay with me. I promise you this is going to be a super interesting chat, Um, because when it comes to cold and flu season, right now, a lot of people you know, or if you have clients, they might be getting it is flu shot season too. Now, flu shots are a very personal decision and some people are very for them and some people are very anti them. Now, we're not going to get into a discussion about that. You can decide what works best for you and for your family. However, no matter what, whether you're getting the flu shot or not, the main thing, of course, is we want to make sure that our immune system is strong all year round. So if we do come in contact with viruses or bacteria or things that could, of course, uh, compromise our immune system and make us sick, that our immune system is strong enough to fight them off. Okay. So by supporting that immune system, you're going to have a better chance of not getting sick. And of course, you're just going to feel better all throughout the year. Now, that being said, how do we prevent cold and flu season naturally? And also, how do we keep that immune system strong? So in this podcast, I'm going to be taking you through my top five, I might even throw in a bonus or two, um, to help you guys get into the practice of supporting your immune system, preventing cold and flu season naturally. And also, if you do get sick, this is going to help you, of course, get better quicker. Okay, so let's dive into it. So the first thing that we are going to talk about, number one, and you might have heard this from your grandparents or, um, you know, well, we've heard this for a very long time, especially after going to the bathroom, is washing your hands frequently and also washing them for at least 20 seconds. Now, why do we say 20 seconds? So there's been some studies that have shown if you scrub your hands with just soap and water, 
The number one way that you can prevent a lot of respiratory infections, flu, a lot of illnesses is just simply by washing your hands with that soap and water, but washing it for at least 20 seconds in order to be able to kill the viruses. So if you're just rinsing with water or you're just doing a quick five second wash, that might not be enough. So one little tip that I've heard that I really liked, because I, I find that when we hear different times, it's like, we're not going to sit there and count to 20. So I like little hacks that make you kind of remember it. One thing that I've heard is to sing the ABCs. So go from the alphabet A to Z all the way through, and that should be about 50, uh, sorry, about 20 seconds. So that way you know that you're washing your hands long enough. It's also really cool if you've got kids, because of course, they're especially little kids, they like to sing songs, and that will make, give them a cue that, you know, when you're washing your hands, sing the alphabet to make sure it's long enough. Now, this is really important, guys, too, if you are someone who takes the subway, if you're someone who works out in a public gym, if you have kids, because of course, kids are around a lot of other kids and they bring home everything. Um, and then if you work in an office, anywhere where you're in contact with a lot of people. So it's as simple, again, as, you know, even if you have to keep a some soap with you. I know that sounds kind of weird, but hand sanitizer is something we really want to try to get away from. It's full of chemicals. There are some all natural ones that are a bit better, but just simple soap and water. We don't need to make it complicated. Um, but let's try to lay off the hand sanitizer. It kills all the good bacteria as well as the bad bacteria. And we want to make sure that we are exposed to some bacteria, but by washing our hands, we'll be getting rid of most viruses. Okay, so that's number one. It's simple. Do it for 20 seconds. Sing your ABCs. Tell this to your clients. Tell this to your family. Um, and I'm talking about not just going after going to the bathroom, but before you eat. And especially if you are in contact with things like public transit, money, clients, kids, things like that. You just want to be putting in a little bit of extra effort after touching that you will wash your hands. Okay, so that is number one of my top five tips to support your immune system naturally to help avoid cold and flu season. Now, the second thing is about, we're going to go inwards and we're going to talk about gut health. So we've talked a lot on this podcast about gut health. So our gut, of course, is all the way from our mouth to south. There's a lot of area in there. Also, it's where 80% of our immune system is located is within the gut. Now, sometimes people will say 70, but about 70 to 80% is located within your gut. It's, it is the, basically the most, the largest gateway, the largest door to your health. If your gut is compromised, you will be ill probably somewhere else, or you will feel low. So one of the main things when it, course we, when it comes to gut health and what we've heard throughout the years is that we've got to keep those bacterias happy, right? So Gut health really boils down to the balance. Well, I shouldn't say really, because of course there's a lot going on in the gut. But one of the main things, of course, is the balance of the good bacteria to the bad bacteria. So if we keep our levels of good bacteria high, then we will be able to fight off infections easier. Now, many people, because of course we're eating too much refined foods, we're eating too much, or drinking too much alcohol, we're taking antibiotics, which when we're sick, of course, during cold and flu season, antibiotics help kill off the, all the bad viruses and the bad bacteria. But during that process too, we kill off all the good bacteria. So after, especially if you've been on antibiotics, it's really important to make sure that we're supporting the gut by getting some really good quality probiotics back in there. So anywhere from 10 to 25 billion units 
Um, now that's if you're taking a probiotic supplement. However, there's also a ton of probiotic foods that you could be taking as well to help re-inoculate the gut and get some more of that good bacteria in there. So that's things, of course, like sauerkraut. It's things like kombucha. It's things like miso soup is awesome around this time of year because, of course, it's nice and warm. It's a great fermented food. The one thing, though, we don't want to do, though, is pour boiling water on miso because that will then kill a lot of the bacteria. You just want to stir it into warm water. Um, different things like kimchi, uh, kefir, dairy kefir, or water kefir. So there's a lot of different options for fermented foods, but they're a really great way to naturally get back in um, probiotics into your diet. Um, but also, of course, there is supplementation as well. So when we keep that gut strong, in addition to washing our hands is kind of the first line of defense, then second line of defense is making sure our gut is strong with the right foods and, of course, getting probiotics in. Um, we're going to make sure that right there that we're, we're keeping our immune system nice and fierce if that cold and flu starts to come in contact. Now, the next thing is sleep. This is really important. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sleeping like a baby lately. And I don't know if it's because the sun's going down so early or I'm just, you know, not ready for the, the winter weather or I'm already ready and I'm going into hibernation. But sleep is really important to, of course, allow our bodies to rest and also to repair. So if we have been in contact with a lot of toxins throughout the day, and that doesn't necessarily just mean bacteria like cold and flu, it means any type of toxins that are in the environment. So they could be uh, toxins that are coming from pollution. If you live in a city, um, also, well, anywhere now, pretty much, unfortunately, toxins from the products that we're using and that we're coming in contact with, toxins in our food, um, especially if you're eating processed foods. And then, of course, toxins also are coming from stress. And stress is a really huge immune system suppressor. When we are under stress, our immune system essentially is activating way lower than it should be. So we've got to make sure, of course, that we're dealing with stress. Stress is, you know, that's why exercise is so great, meditation, um, focusing on positive mindset, journaling, releasing all the stress from the day. But stress also creates toxins in the body. So when we're sleeping and we want to aim for about seven to nine hours per night, I know for some of you, you might think, whoa, that is crazy. That's so much. But really, once you get into the habit of becoming a better sleeper, and I like things like you know meditation apps. There's a lot of really great ones you could just listen to and then drift off. Ones that play white noise, um, you know, putting some lavender on your pillow, ha having blackout curtains. All these things will help you if you're not that great of a sleeper. But once you start to get in the habit of having seven to nine hours, you cannot go back. So I know for some of us that's not possible, depending on where you are at in your life stage. But try to make sleep a priority. Because chronic sleep deprivation, it also, in addition to stress, um, is one of those things that can really reduce your immune function. So we want to make sure that we're giving our body that time to do the rest and repair, keeping that immune system really strong. And then, um, then we're not going to have as much issues with having to deal with all of these yucky viruses that are out there. Now, another thing that I love to do this time of year, and it's the perfect time of year to do this, of course, to keep us, you know, fighting off colds, is drinking bone broth. 
Now, remember back in the day when your grandmother or your mother told you that chicken soup was one of the best things to make you feel better and get better when you were sick? This was not a lie, guys. This is something that, well, we kind of twisted it later into the 80s and 90s where we started to consider chicken soup as box dry hydrogenated, I don't even know what's in it to make it that powder. Um, but, you know, the Lipton chicken soups, the cans of chicken soup. Now, while these aren't necessarily totally bad, they're not something I would recommend, but they don't have that amazing nutrient dense immune support flu fighting, also packed full of nutrition, awesomeness as bone broth does. Because of course, bone broth, what ends up happening is we boil down actual bones. So it could be chicken bones. It could also be beef bones. And then as we are starting to um, let those simmer, the bones start to release the collagen and the gelatin. Now we want to make sure that when we are doing bone broth that you're picking some really good bones. It's good to get things that have like the joints in it. I know for some of you might think that sounds kind of gross, but this is where too that we get a lot of the, um, the good stuff from. Also putting in two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar into your bone broth has shown to help to leach the minerals out of the bones to make your, your broth more nutrient dense. But it's so simple to make. You throw your bones into a pot, fill it up with water. Don't get fancy with worrying about peeling everything. Just coarsely chop up some carrots, celery, onions, garlic, whatever you want to throw in. I leave the peels on everything. I put the stubs in and the leaves and whatever is on those pieces of veggies that you're about to throw out. Throw it all into the pot, um, into your slow cooker. If you have an instant pot, great too. You can speed up the process, but literally leave it overnight and you, the longer, the better, because then it can start to pull out the really good stuff. Um, also bone broth, it has been shown to reduce inflammation and that's really, uh, to do with a lot of the amino acids that are in it. It's also really great too. If you are during a time where maybe you're coming back from being sick, because of course our digestion too might not be, not be great, right? We're not feeling like we want to eat things. We might not, things might not be sitting well in our stomach. So this way too, whether it's for you or for kids or for clients, they're still getting in a lot of really nutrient dense food. That's going to help support the body by not having to, you know, chew and, um, and eat a lot. So really, really great. I, and around this time of year, there's a lot of events going on, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all these things, save your bones, throw them in the freezer. So when you're ready to make it, um, and once you start making real bone broth too, it tastes so much better that you will not go back to that store-bought box stuff. Now, if you are a vegetarian or a vegan, um, you can of course just make veggie broth. It's not going to have the same benefits, um, as the bone broth will have, it's still going to taste more delicious, but you just do everything that I just said, minus the, um, the veggie bones. But then of course you can also supplement. There's some, um, some different algae collagens and things like that you can take as well. But bone broth, so great for healing, so great for nutrition, so great to help prevent sickness. And that's what we all all about helping, keeping that, um, that immune system super strong. So that's four of our five. So number five is going to be um, taking vitamin C. 
Now, vitamin C has been shown to really help the body repair. And we always hear that as well. When you're sick, you want to have vitamin C. Now, nowadays too, there are so many great supplements out there. I actually drink vitamin C powder in my water. So during, when I, during the wintertime, um, actually pretty much all year round, I add vitamin C powder. It's you save so much, uh, much more money by buying it in the actual powder form than buying it in the little, um, chewables, <laughs> the little vitamin. I used to live, I used to love those when I was a kid. I'd eat the Flintstones and all of that. I like the way they taste. This is a little bit sour, so um, you might have to get accustomed to the taste, but if you just buy vitamin C powder, you can find it on Amazon, you can find it at any natural food store, and just add a quarter of a teaspoon even to your water and drink that throughout the day. So you don't just want to have it in one sitting because, of course, vitamin C is water-soluble, so we pee out what we don't need. So if you kind of space it out throughout the day, you're going to be taking it in, of course, anything if you don't need any more, you will get rid of it in the toilet. Um, but it's a really great way too to support your adrenals. So adrenals love vitamin C. Adrenals are also our stress glands. So when you're feeling super stressed, which as I said earlier, suppresses your immune system, then uh, you can get be more likely to get ill. So by having vitamin C, not only are you helping your body repair, it's a powerful antioxidant. Also, you're going to be supporting your adrenals. And that way as well, you're probably going to be healing quicker um, if you are coming out of being ill. So those are my top five tips to help you guys um, prevent cold and flu season naturally, but also to support the body. So as I was saying earlier, we can't just think of we can't think of our health. We can't think of things after the fact, right? When it comes to natural nutrition, when it comes to exercises, prevention, uh, we've got to be thinking about just doing these habits as things that we adopt as the way that we just approach life. So we're just not going to be getting sick as much as opposed to taking these on after we get sick. Now, even speaking for me, I have not had a cold in about eight years. That's kind of crazy. Um, and a lot of it though, I attribute to is that I always keep my immune system strong. One other thing I do too, and I'm going to be totally transparent is also because I work from home. So I'm not exposed to a lot of, you know, the toxins that are out there, but when I am going to meetings, when I, I do go to the gym, I always make sure I wipe down, um, I wipe down my weights and I wipe down the bench before I use it. Or if I'm going on the subway, I always go and wash my hands once I get off. Just little tiny things. And then, like I said, taking my vitamin C and drinking it throughout the day, regularly having bone broth. Uh, I get a good night's sleep. And then, of course, the probiotics for the last one, which are really great to keep that, that gut nice and strong. And especially, as I mentioned earlier, if you have taken antibiotics, you do want to make sure that you're getting some nice probiotics, getting some good gut bacteria back in there. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be taking probiotic supplements, which are a really great way, but for some people, they're expensive. Um, So one of the other things, like I mentioned, is just eating more of those fermented foods that are really high in that good bacteria to start to re-inoculate the gut and get that good bacteria back in there. So the bad guys, we want the good and the bad to be at least in balance. And of course, you know, making sure those good guys are fed and strong. 
Okay. So that was our podcast for today. Hopefully this will really help you guys. I know a lot of us, if we end up getting sick during cold and flu season, you're out of commission for a really long time. It affects your workouts. It affects your goals. It affects your productivity. It just affects everything and it makes things so not fun. So try these five things. Honestly, they will be game changing to make sure that you are keeping your immune system strong and preventing cold and flu. So that guys, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for listening today. And of course, if you love the podcast, please make sure to leave us a review. It would mean so much to us. Um, also, we would love to hear from you guys as to anything that you want us to be chatting about. We have some really awesome stuff coming up to wrap up 2019 and then some awesome interviews to kick off 2020. So um, let us know. And then lastly, of course, if you want more information about any of our upcoming certification programs, make sure to check us out at fitchicksacademy.com. Okay, guys, have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.